Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Charmed Rewind. <laughs> you excited, Phelan? <sighs> to anyone who's like, oh, that Charmed reboot, you know, they really tampered with a, a wonderful sacred property. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if anyone will be jumping in without uh, knowing our previous charm stuff, but in case you're an old school Charmed fan, uh, we are more of the uh, poking fun of it variety. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for people who don't know how this works, uh, we're starting a new thing while the new Charmed is uh, in the middle uh, between seasons. Um, we're going to be doing uh, some Charmed Rewind episodes where we cover random episodes of the original Charmed, uh, which we've both seen all the way through, but it's been uh, quite a few years since we've actually watched them. Mm-hmm. Not long enough. <laughs> so what we did was uh, I asked uh, people on Patreon to vote on episodes in a certain category. So uh, this time the category was Stupid Sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> so just episodes where they did stupid um, sexy outfits, uh, turned them into things. And the winner by a landslide was season five, the premiere episode one and two, A Witch's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> they picked a good one. We, uh, oh man, we had to watch an hour and a half of this. Um, <laughs> this was the one, uh, if you need a refresher, wherein uh, Phoebe turns into a mermaid, <laughs> complains about Cole a lot. Mm -hmm. That's really mostly the second half. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, we, it was, it kind of was difficult having to start on a two-parter because they got to focus on a lot of BS, mm -hmm. um, by extending this. Uh, one thing about this episode too, um, this was one that I watched during the original airing of Charmed. Yeah. Um, like, I had seen bits of it cause I had friends who were fans of it and it was on TNT like a lot. So I'd seen pieces of it, but I hadn't watched the show as a whole. Um, but I remember seeing ads for this episode, and uh, I like a lot of mermaid stuff, so I would watch like mermaid-related things. And I was like, oh, okay, they're doing an episode about mermaids. So I remember seeing it. I don't remember what my thoughts were on it, though. I think a lot of it was largely contextless. So all the stuff with Cole and all that other stuff, like... It's more infuriating when you know the story context, but when you don't, like, it It didn't really bother me, I think. Yeah, there'd be a lot you just wouldn't understand in this two-parter, not knowing the series. It was interesting watching it on Netflix this time around. Uh, they shortened the intro? Yeah, kind of the more modern, I guess, just flash the title card quickly. I think this was a uh, a better solution to the problem they had with the season 8 DVDs in that they have to pay to use their theme song because it's a, a song that they didn't create for the show. Uh, so instead of paying to use it in, for streaming rights, uh, they just did a more modernized short thing with sort of the... the feeling of that song mm -hmm. rather than like they replaced it with some generic like it sounded like stock music or something for season eight but you had to watch like two minutes of it yeah <laughs> versus this where it's like well that's not right anyway it's over <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was interesting. And you know, the, the credits music was a little different, too. Yeah, I wondered about that, because that seems like something they just made for the show. It's just like a little, like, piano guitar song, but it, it was a different version of it for this one. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it sounded similar, but I wouldn't have noticed right away, but you said something, and it's like, oh yeah, I guess it is different. <laughs> yeah, because I, I've used that end music uh, as like a joke a few times so I remember it even though I mean it's not really that memorable of a song in general but it is different music I do wonder about that Uh, Phelan (laughs) watching this the second time around uh, do you have any different feelings or is your perspective changed because of the new show or pretty much the same I I didn't jot my feelings down back when we watched it the first time, but I'm sure they are... I'm sure I had more uh, context in my head when we watched it the other time since we're watching through the series. Well, just jumping back to this, though, like they are so annoying. <laughs> like, uh... Even if, like, we had to remind ourselves of the context of some of this, because, like, this is fresh off of the whole, like, leaving Cole in hell because they're too damn lazy to go get him stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, even having to refresh ourselves on that, like, they're just incredibly unlikable. Yeah, they're so selfish. They're whining about having to help anyone. And, like... You know, part of the plot is, like, Piper scared, which is, like, deep down it's because of her new baby or whatever. But she acts like the most unlikable wench. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just like, ah, oh, like, because um, Jamie Presley, the mermaid, shows up at their door asking for help. And she's just like, let's just toss her back in the ocean. <laughs> just toss her back in the ocean. <laughs> just like, ugh. <laughs> terrible this is before that there's a spell on her where she doesn't give a shit either this Uh is just normal piper not giving a shit about people (laughs) yeah it's just like the point where she breaks down like it feels so disconnected from her just cold heartedness in a lot of the episode Yeah, uh, the show doesn't handle themes like this with a deft hand, Mm -hmm. because, like, uh, it's a common trope in a lot of um, supernatural hero-type shows. I mean, you gotta try and balance a normal life with saving people, and sometimes they just want to quit, or it doesn't seem fair. That's understandable, but with these characters, it just seems like they just can't get off their asses for anything half the time. It's just a chore to get them to do the premise, which is really <laughs> difficult to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, two seconds into the episode, they're walking down the hall, uh, Phoebe and Piper and someone else, I forget who, and Piper's like, and can you just forget about your advice column for two seconds? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, already, like, they're bitching at each other about things that they're bitching about all the time. Uh, it's like... They're such hypocrites about themselves. It's like Phoebe and her are constantly going back and forth about who's going to ignore people the most. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the episode is just like, let's fillet Phoebe for a while about how great she is with her stupid advice column. Oh, yeah. Like, um, Leo is uh, fixing up uh, stuff in the room for uh, Piper's new baby. At the end of season four, they found out that she's pregnant. So uh, that's her arc through the season, the, the pregnancy thing. And... um. 
So they're like focused on the baby stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Phoebe's like, yeah, so anyway, did you guys see my billboard out there? It's so great, my Ask Phoebe billboard. <laughs> and she's talking about uh, this interview she's going to do with this magazine because she's like a new celebrity. Um, she's talking about her upcoming divorce. Just everything is about me, 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 me all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe. And then Piper's like, <laughs> Phoebe! Oh, <laughs> the only time that it's good is when the two of them are like trying to out bitch each other and like it's like two forces of evil going against each other like <laughs> <laughs> when they're mad at each other about the things they see within themselves mm-hmm. <laughs> because otherwise it's like half the time the show is just going along with it like they are correct that's what's so infuriating about it like they're never yeah. called out on any of it absolutely and that's like the one of the major flaws in the Phoebe Cole storyline, which makes it so annoying, is she accepts no responsibility whatsoever for her part in Cole's little evil time, like when they're ruling the underground together, or whatever. Yeah, because there are um there are things that like he was doing to prevent this that she actively stopped. Yeah. Um. What what I recall of the storyline here, so he he uh has the source of all evil or he's going to take in the source of all evil for some reason. I don't remember exactly the context, but there is a wizard who shows up played by Armin Shimmerman and he is going to take this source away from him. He wants to steal the source for himself. Phoebe convinces Cole to not give it up and essentially damns him to become the source of all evil. So any point after that, he is possessed by this outside force causing him to do these things. She did this without it, mm-hmm. but they never act like she has any responsibility in this situation. So when eventually they have to vanquish him for something outside of his control, uh, by the way, they are possessed by things all the time. This is not something new to them. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to hell, uh, inconvenience to go to hell to talk to him and basically says like, love wasn't enough. I'm not going to rescue you. It's just too hard for me. You're just not, you're not thinking how this is affecting me. <laughs> and after this, he gets himself out by stealing powers from other people in limbo where the like, uh, the graboids are trying to grab him in limbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and she spends this whole episode bitching at him because he comes back she calls him an evil bastard says he should have stayed where he belongs what what an insensitive cruel person yeah she's so miserable and by the way Armin shimmerman had nothing but glowing things to say (laughs) about his guest spot on charmed or was it bewitched (laughs) bewitched (laughs) he tried Uh, to forget so hard he forgot what show it was (laughs) the worst diva moments i ever had without a doubt Two shows, two shows. They're neither Buffy nor Star Trek. I hated the ladies on Bewitched. Uh, 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 Charmed. Charmed. <laughs> and there's a reason why they were cast as witches. And Armin Shimmerman's worked on everything. So mm. for him to point out that that is the worst show he worked on is yeah. pretty bad. Uh, I was talking to someone today. Uh, I, I, I guess I should keep his confidence and not say who, but it was someone who worked <laughs> with, uh, with one of the actresses on the show and said that, yeah, it was like everyone hated each other on that show and like... I mean, no one had anything good to say about each other. It was just a constant drama. 
And you can tell on screen, like, it just feels tense and mean for no reason. Mm-hmm. It, it just feels like us as viewers have walked in on a on a family fight or something, like, that we shouldn't be part of. <laughs> yeah. There's no part of this show that's inviting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I didn't understand? Um, okay, so when they're building the baby's room and Phoebe's talking about herself and Piper's like, what's this have to do with me and my children? <laughs> um, uh, Paige orbs in. Because she's fighting some sort of, like, tribal demon or something. Yeah. It comes in and, like, shoots a teddy bear with a dart and its head shrinks. <sighs> and uh, and they have to explain Paige's hair turning red with a, a, a magic reason. They say a potion Yeah, exploded. a potion blew up. Yeah, like, what, guys? That's they... <laughs> unnecessary. We can accept that she changed her hair over the period of time between seasons. We don't need a magic explanation. <laughs> this is something that was unnecessary. Maybe they thought they were being cute with it, but it just comes off like they're like, how do we explain this? Yeah. Oh my god. Another thing her that's, hair's different. <laughs> another thing that's like, I guess was supposed to seem cute, but just comes off stupid is like Piper being like, uh, can we not have fights in the baby's room or <laughs> or like in the nursery or whatever? It's just like she didn't purposely. She wasn't like, oh, man, I need to choose like where to go. She went to them because she needed help, possibly. It's like, oh, no, they're in the nursery. <laughs> like, Yeah, she's always complaining about like people doing things outside of their control with as far as like fights or helping innocents or doing their jobs mm-hmm. yeah it's always a constant thing so it's not really funny or amusing that she says it because it's like what if Paige died because she's like oh i can't go to the nursery and then it's just like <laughs> well, they find Paige's head cut off by this demon thing and it's like well she shouldn't go to the nursery me <laughs> And she was a half-breed. Yeah. She was a <laughs> false sister. Screw her. The main plot of this episode involves, uh, at least in the first half, a uh, mermaid played by Jamie Presley named Miley and a sea hag uh, who's trying to take her immortality for this other demon that's, uh, that she owes a soul to or something or other. Uh, and so she's made this deal, I think, so that she can walk on land, and if um, she doesn't find her true love, to heal her heart by uh, using the seashell and stealing her immortality. Jamie Presley appears in, unfortunately for her, appears in a lot of bad things, and charmed might rank among some of the highest. (laughs) You know what? I don't think she was bad in this. No, she's I mean, we've seen her in some things where she was not really the greatest. In this, I think she's sort of the least of their problems. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying she's the problem. saying the show is. (laughs) I think she's got a bad agent because, like, almost universally, everything that she's in is, like, extraordinarily terrible. (laughs) Yeah, like I think my, my name, name is, is Earl. Earl is like yeah. yeah. I think that's been the only like successful thing that she's been in I can think of. Uh Mortal Kombat Conquest. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Karate Dog. <laughs> Good God. Hey, watch it, pal. I know you well enough yet. What does that mean? What the hell does he think he's gonna do with that bat? Ram it up his ass? She's in love with this human named Craig. Um, and he has to say that he loves her, and um 
she shows up to to ask him to say this. She doesn't want to reveal that she's a mermaid. And there's it starts raining. So there's like a, a droplet of water hits her and there's a little bit of scale. So she's like, I got to get out of here. So she runs off. And then we see her standing in the rain fine. Yeah, that was so confusing. It's like they didn't show her under an awning or something, which would have made sense. But no. she was just standing out she was in the rain. standing under the glow of the most bullshit shot <laughs> in the whole episode. <laughs> this shining light of the Ask Phoebe billboard. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you have fun jerking yourself off episode? Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, this heavenly glow around it for no reason. And like, oh, choir of angels, ask Phoebe. Oh, <laughs> one, of the show, one of the show's most <laughs> palating moments oh. for no reason. God, oh. it's so up its own ass about it. It's, it's comical. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I liked the uh, I liked the Gollum dude that keeps showing up. Uh, he works for Necron, and he shows up to the Sea Hag, begging your evil pardon. Mm-hmm. Do you have this immortality yet? My ma- my boss is really mad at me. <laughs> if you yeah. don't get it, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> and even worse, I'm gonna have to fill out a lot of paperwork if you don't. Have it. <laughs> Do you think like he too struggled with uh, being uh, working for a demon and also having a normal life? Yeah. Like he's like, I can't deal with this. I've got my evil advice column to run. (laughs) Begging your evil pardon, but I have a meeting to get to. (laughs) We have a storyline in this too with uh, Paige and uh, the temp agency continuing her story of like, she doesn't know if she likes magic or not. Uh, is Is she into doing temp jobs? Is she into like doing magic? What does she want? I don't know. Uh, but uh, currently, she's working at the temp job, and uh, she comes in from the rain, and her boss is bitching at her, and she's like, "Oh, I just do what you want me to do." Like, uh, nah, nah, nah. like she's complaining, like a boss would tell her to do things, <laughs> and uh, and she's like, "Well, if if you either fire me or promote me or something," and he's like, "I just did. <laughs> You're promoted. Thanks yes. for bitching at me." <laughs> This happens within, like, 30 seconds, too. It's such an abrupt turnaround. (laughs) Yeah, kind of silly. And this goes into, like, she calls Ask Phoebe herself, and they have a bunch of, like, slide transitions. Oh, yeah. It's just like, this was on TV? Like, this is a real TV show? (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. There's been a lot dumber things on TV, but this was just silly. <laughs> it just turns into like uh, into one of the Star Wars prequels or something. <laughs> How many yeah. transitions in that one scene? Uh, Phoebe gets stalked by the mermaid. Like mm-hmm. she shows up in the parking garage with her, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a car drives by and a puddle splash gets her. Yeah, these mermaids are so stupid. Like, shouldn't it only be salt water that does this to them? I don't... Phelan, are you cool? <laughs> <laughs> Look, such what? a minor detail about this. 
So yeah, but it's just something to think about. How many mermaid the... things have you watched where it's like, oh, it must be salt water that turns her tail back if on? They were gonna survive <laughs> as fucking stupid creatures that can walk on land. Sometimes it would make more sense if, when it rained, they didn't turn back into a, a sea-based creature that can't walk around. That's my point about it. <laughs> it the real mermaids are just idiots. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, a puddle gets her, so then she's useless. These creatures are too dumb to live, but they're immortal, I guess, so they can gasp for air after they get splashed by a puddle. Stupid things. Her, uh, her tail acts like a, a beacon for the sea hag. Like, when she's a human, she can't get her, but, like, if she's got the tail, she can find her, which is weird, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the sea hag is who turned her into a human to begin with. I don't know. I thought, because like Phoebe doesn't turn back into like legs when she's out of the water. So I feel like this is this was just part of the sea hags deal. Was it just part of her deal? I wasn't sure. I think that, that was what happened. She gave her this deal, and she knew that she, her heart would be hurt, and she would come back to her to heal her with her seashell that would steal her immortality. I think that's her grift. I knew there's some stupid deal. I thought it was just to become human fully if she fell in love with him. Yeah, if she falls in love, which is the why she falls in love, I guess. Yeah. If a if a beauty could love a beast. (laughs) Um. So when they're in the parking garage, the sea hag Terminator Two Patrick shows up. She morphs out of the water. Yeah. (laughs) Also, to attack them. Jamie Presley's clothes, I guess, get banished to the void every time she gets turned back into a mermaid because they're just Yeah, it's gone. weird. It's weird because when she turns back with legs, the clothes don't reappear. She's just naked. Yeah. So where do they go? <gasps> into the saltwater dimension. Mm-hmm. But her ear, she still has earrings, so they get to stay. <laughs> She's allowed yeah. to have earrings as a mermaid. <laughs> So when an innocent comes to Phoebe for help, uh, her response is to uh, complain that this is inconveniencing her because she's got a very important divorce meeting to get to. <laughs> she can't deal with this right now. <laughs> uh, why are these the heroes of the show? <laughs> oh, it's fine. There's the other two because when she takes her to the other two, Piper goes like, what kind of hag are we talking? I'm not in a battle mood today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not in a battle mood today. <laughs> and she's like, and and um, the mermaid explains that there's a bunch of like bones in the ocean from like mortals who who fell in love with mermaids or something. And Piper's like, "Are you sure it wasn't just a sea hag killing a bunch of people?" <laughs> she's so insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the Piper's like, you know, I'm not in a battle mood today and stuff. Like, it's just, it doesn't add up with her fear storyline. It just seems like she is a miserable person and unmotivated to help anyone. Yeah, it seems like she's just kind of focused on her own shit all the time, which is kind of the problem with all of them, really. Mm-hmm. Except for Paige at this point. Yeah, like, why is it the heroes of the show have no genuine drive to want to help anyone (laughs) well and it's it's not like they're even that invested in the thing that they are focusing on outside of innocence well at least with phoebe in this one because um she's complaining all the time about not being able to focus on her column but she's also complaining about her love life all the time 
And so, like, uh, Miley the mermaid explains this situation that she's in love with this guy and, like, she she needs him to admit that he loves her, otherwise she'll uh, be cursed or whatever. And uh, Phoebe goes, oh, that for a guy? Boy, did you get taken for a ride. <laughs> she is a love advice columnist. And she's like, and mm-hmm. love makes a jerk off motion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She just seems disgusted by the concept. And if that's what they were going for, like, how can she do this when her own love life is bad? They don't portray that well at all. Paige tries to give some advice, and then Phoebe's like, if I wrote that garbage in my column, I'd be canceled. And it's just like, (laughs) ugh. Can you get out of your own ass, Phoebe? (laughs) (laughs) But she doesn't have time for all this stuff. She's got to get to this meeting. She's got to divorce her demon husband. That's Mm -hmm. also when Piper suggests just throwing the mermaid out on her ass. Like, it just Mm -hmm. just be not our problem. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, this is the problem once Paige came into the show. It's just like she's the one left trying to do anything while the other two whine about it. And try to just live their lives not helping anyone. (laughs) Yeah, and it never has that turnaround moment where it's like, oh, they've kind of grown a little cynical over the years and maybe they needed a fresh perspective or something. Even though, I mean, Paige has been around for like over a year at this point, but Uh still. Yeah, that'd be a good storyline to kind of try and help with the fact that they turned into this. Well, one thing I didn't really understand about Paige in this one. So uh, part of the parallels that they have going on here with like Piper's storyline about uh, not wanting to fight things and being afra- afraid is because um, she's afraid of becoming like her mother uh, because she um, she mentions that their mom died because of a demon that was water-based that drowned her. And this thing is also a water-based demon, so it's reminding them of that. She has to remind or tell Paige that this is how their mom died. So for over a year, Paige has never asked or wondered how their mother died. Nah. You would think this would come up just for curiosity's sake. Nah. I don't know. His mom ghost been around already. Maybe she is already sick of mongoose. I feel like, um, yes, she was. She showed up at, at Piper's wedding. They had the, the dad like, who brought my ex-wife back from the dead? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, she has met Mom Ghost, and she never was like, hey, Mom, real quick, how'd you die? <laughs> <laughs> I think she met her, like, early on, too. I think, like, um, that was something in season four, like, it was a big deal that she met her mom that she never had a chance mm. to meet before she died. She's like, I'm just glad I didn't die falling out a window. <laughs> and then Macy shows up and like breaks wind and then, oh no! <laughs> it's not any dumber than anything that's happened on this show. <laughs> I remember yeah. there was one, I don't, I think it was when Phoebe was evil. She like blasts Paige through a window like that and she like falls half orbing through Daryl on the ground like, what the hell? <laughs> Just (laughs) (laughs) poor Daryl. I'm glad Daryl was at um Phoebe's like divorce hearing with the judge. Yeah, speaking of Daryl, hanging out with her, and he's I think it's because he did some favors to try and push this through. Like the guy's like, in all my years doing this, I've never seen a divorce push through so fast. Yeah, she's trying to get to the divorce while Cole's you know MIA. Which is a bit of a process. 
Mm-hmm. But he shows up in the middle of it. Yeah. And she starts just acting like a big bitch. And uh, Daryl's, like, backing her up through this whole episode. He's like, how could you break her heart? Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, girlfriend. <laughs> you were a husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, he broke his heart, too, because yeah. Daryl and Cole OTP forever. Uh-huh. And then he gets turned into a, a water cooler. Yeah, he's like, I should arrest you on principle, and then turns him into a water cooler. So I don't know how well that'd go over, Daryl. <laughs> I'm arresting him on principle. I'm arresting um, him for being a demon. What? Uh, what? I mean, <laughs> I'm arresting him for being a bad husband. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daryl, you should take a break for a bit. <laughs> They're just constantly ruining my life. Last week, they killed me and borrowed my soul. <laughs> it's just a constant living hell with these people. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go bug Mitch on the beach. <laughs> the nights will never be the same. Cole is spending this whole episode talking about how he he's turned over a new leaf. Like, he's uh, he's wants to do better and he's trying to help them and i could see maybe some skepticism uh mm-hmm. after all he's not been a perfect angel mm-hmm. um but they just he does nothing to deserve or warrant the kind of reactions that he gets like he's like hey how about i help with this and they're like ah we don't want your help yeah like if there's ever some realization on phoebe's part on what she did to make him like the source and all that like it would at least not feel as gross as it is. Like, he's a bit, like, I don't know, one-track-minded about trying to get Phoebe back, which just seems a little weird and mm-hmm. not right either. But, I mean, he he hasn't done anything, like you said, that bad <laughs> since he came back. It's just like, no, you get no redemption because I'm the Phoebe one. I'm the only one who deserves a redemption. <laughs> yeah, like, they forget she was evil queen of the underworld. Yeah. At, at some point, you know, like. Which was her choice. And, and the fact, it was her yeah. choice to do that. <laughs> it was her choice. Um, and they the fact that they never acknowledged that, that he was possessed at the time Mm -hmm. um it really rubs me the wrong way and they do this through the whole series like everyone gets a pass for things that they do when they're under the control of evil magic forces Mm -hmm. um but never him and it's it's just this big elephant in the room it just feels like they don't want to admit that the characters were wrong and it's like you you have to be able to admit that characters have flaws they're more unlikable when you try to pretend that they're in the right all the time yeah, especially when you're portraying them so far in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one point, they cut to Daryl in a firefight. Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere. There's no context for this. He's just in a firefight. Yeah, he goes, I'm never coming to this restaurant again. It's like, this guy brought, like, a semi-automatic to a restaurant. Like, to what? Hold it up? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I really wish that we got to hear more about Daryl's adventures. They really uh, shortchanged him a lot of the time. Mm. We just cut in the middle of this. We could have had less of this Phoebe bullshit and more of this. Yeah, it was such a whiplash, though, to be thrown into yeah, this there was scene. No, there was no lead up to this. It's not like we saw him like, oh, I got to go to do this case or I got like there was nothing. Just mm-hmm. cut to Daryl in a firefight. Yeah. 
and uh, and Cole comes and saves him. Like he was straight up going to be shot. Like he freezes the bullet almost at his face. Yeah, and then he acts indignant about it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You didn't do that for me. You did that just because you want Phoebe back." <laughs> yeah, he's just like Daryl. <laughs> maybe like you can question maybe some of the motives later. Maybe you should at least be thankful though that he just saved your life, and your face would be filled with bullets if he hadn't have came by. Yeah. Like, at least say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do want to know, though, this guy's story, like what, what he was doing, what his plan for profit of, like, destroying this restaurant was. They didn't pay their protection money. <laughs> it was uh, the sea hag's doing. The sea hag was like, this restaurant shortchanged me. <laughs> Take him down or I'll steal your immortality. <laughs> we got this whole like uh, storyline with uh, Piper being afraid. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we have the bit at the beginning with the um, where they're building the baby's room. And uh, I don't remember if this is the first revelation. I think it is of the fact that Leo has been watching them since they were kids. Yeah, like she calls it out as being creepy because he's like, yeah, you were a beautiful baby or something. But it's like, yeah. (laughs) And then he imprinted on her as a baby, like Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) This is creepy. Like, I mean, (laughs) if you... If you were watching some someone since they were in diapers, it does make it very weird that you're married to them. That's mm-hmm. strange. Yeah. Uh, um. So he drops, like, something on his foot or something, and then Piper can't be, like, she can't be asked to, like... Care. Pretend to care. Yeah, yeah. she's like, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to get up. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> This doesn't really, like, their conversation in this scene doesn't really match up with what happens in the rest of the episode, because she's, like, trying to, like, keep doing the, what she's been doing as far as, like, Charmed One stuff as much as they do at this point. And Leo's like, hey, maybe you should be more careful when you're pregnant. And she's like, shut up, Leo. <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> but he, uh, but he, uh, they're looking through their baby book, mm-hmm. and he points out, he's like, okay, so... Uh, but no one was there to finish this once your mom died. And she's like, oh, the revelation. But so, like, did Grandma Ghost not care? Yeah, absolutely not. Did she not, not care to finish this? Grandma Ghost had a lot to go through, especially her, like, rapid aging. <laughs> she was too busy hating on men to really <laughs> focus on this. <laughs> Stupid men sucked my youth away. (laughs) (laughs) I was so young when I was a hippie in the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After that point, uh, Paige shows up at the airport to pick up Craig, the human guy that uh, the mermaid fell in love with. Um, But if he's immediately given up on Miley, like he's just like, oh, I'm tired of her always running away. I'm tired of her doing all this stuff. I'm just going to go. Was it really true love? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Just seems like it was crumbling from the start. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they probably broke up after this episode, like within a week or two. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, she's I like, made a huge mistake. Oh, well, I got my legs. So. <laughs> she spends the rest Thanks. of her life sitting by the sea, looking wistfully at what she gave up. <laughs> Staring at herself yeah. aging in the mirror. Why? <laughs> she's there standing on the beach with Joe Bluth. <laughs> made a huge mistake (laughs) they look at each other (gasps) and then they both make a huge mistake together again and it doesn't work out (laughs) yeah they get caught in the roofie circle (laughs) and soon job found himself experiencing what on the street uh, is referred to as a roofie circle craig shows up at the house uh with miley there uh piper nags a bunch Thank you, Ash. <laughs> Piper nags a bunch about stuff. Um, so Miley's like, oh, I'm just going to show off my tail. And she does that. Uh, her clothes gl- go off into oblivion. <laughs> Craig runs off and her tail has become a beacon again because she's a stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so the hag shows up. Uh, Piper freezes up and the hag takes the mermaid. Oh, and then Phoebe shows up because uh, this is after her uh, meeting and she complains yeah. That uh, Piper froze up and let the innocent get taken. Like, eh, how could you do that? How could you be so focused on your own stuff and get the innocent taken? <laughs> I was at a very important meeting. Uh, <laughs> these are back and forth. wonderful characters. <laughs> Lovely show. Uh. <laughs> So they realize in order to save her, which uh, is very big of them, that they want to actually go save her, not just toss her out and let it be her problem. <laughs> um, uh, they need a mermaid to uh, track the sea hag's lair, uh, but they think that they can uh, do a workaround by casting this other spell, uh, which goes wrong because they got to turn Phoebe into something fetishy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, like the the cut to credits even ends with her like looking at her boobs. Uh, okay, I, that is the one thing I remember from watching it on the original airing, being very secondhand embarrassed at that cut to commercial. <laughs> like, ugh, this is lame. <laughs> so scale pasties, ahoy! <laughs> this is so fan servicey, lordy. Yeah, but then we get a scene of them taking her to the ocean and Phoebe whining about it. And they're like, Phoebe, go track her. And they I can't get my hair wet. <laughs> All the time with them. Constantly. Oh, they, like, superimpose Alyssa Milano in a pool into the ocean shots? That looked really weird. Yeah, it was awful looking. It was just so they could pretend she's fast, too, because they do a shot where she's far away and then cut. She goes below and then she's, like, right at the camera. They do that. I think part of it, too, was probably because Alyssa Milano is scared of swimming. Mm. I think she's scared of the water, so I don't think she would want to go that, that deep into the ocean or that far into the ocean. Seems like a dumb move to make her the mermaid, then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's because they're referencing the Little Mermaid, because she was the the inspiration for the the character design. Mm, Well, partially, yeah. Yeah, partially it was it was modeled after her. So I think this is like an in reference and 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 the fetishy stuff. But you're right; it is. uh, Uh. it must have been quite a challenge for her doing this, being afraid of the water and being stuck in a mermaid tail. Like, even the pool shots, that's so unwieldy and difficult to move in. Mm. So if I can give Alyssa Milano some credit, <laughs> uh, I do think that she uh, 
took that like a champ. Maybe she was complaining a lot. I don't know. Maybe behind the scenes it was terrible. But uh, but I think that would be difficult even for like a skilled swimmer. So mm-hmm. Okay, so they find the hag and Leo picks up a sword for no reason. Did he do anything with this sword? Uh, I think he got stopped pretty much right away with it. Just constantly flinging him around. There's just a sword <laughs> that um, the hag had at her pad for some reason. Why? Why did she know. have a sword? I don't know. The... She just had an assortment of junk laying around that was in there. <laughs> I find it strange that Leo is established in canon as a, as a swordsman. Mm. He can use a sword like he knows how to fence. And yet he is also genetically a pacifist. <laughs> I don't know if pacifists can use swords if you're genetically predisposed to this. You keep using that word. I don't think you know what it means. (laughs) I don't think it means what you think it means. Uh, Alyssa Milano launches out of the water like Jason. Yes. (laughs) And uh, throws the seashell. The PB1 was vanquished. She fell into the water. She launches the seashell at the hag, kills her immediately. Both of the deaths of the bosses in this are so quick, like insultingly quick. Yeah, it is so lame just to blow her up with that shell. Like, why do you have that dumb shell? I know it's to suck the stuff out of the mermaid, but if it's that devastating to you, you should have some precautions. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't expect the charmed ones to show up. It, it, that was just a mermaid thing. That wasn't even charmed thing. Why didn't Jamie Presley just launch out of the water and throw it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really sucks. I kind of find it funny, you know, that it's like part of um, Piper's hang up. Well, like it's partially about the baby, but also like is partially brought on by the fact that her, their mom was killed by something like this. And she is not there for this. She has n- no interaction past, you know, her lock freezing up with the hag they have her fight the other thing later but i just feel like it's less of a complete story sort of yeah i mean i think that the point of the story wasn't so much the hag demon as the fact that the the water-based stuff brought up all these memories of her mom and the fact that she's going to become a first-time mom um really that stuff is secondary it's more leading into when she's drowning later mm-hmm but they could have just changed the story some to not have the hag die that easily. <laughs> like, But then, you know, they would just be aping what they did with Prue's storyline. I don't know how well you remember this story, but um, back in, I think it was season two or three, something like that. Maybe even one. I don't, back when Prue was there, anyway. Um, they When they reveal how their mom died, they faced, I think, that same water demon. And a lot of the story was about Prue feeling like they're going to end up like their mom. Mm. And they are copying it a little bit here because uh, in the end, they have a part where uh, Piper is in the water drowning and she's stuck, like some something stuck on her foot. And the mom's ghost shows up to save her exactly like what happened with Prue. They're just mm. doing the same story again. Hey guys, future Allison jumping in here to correct myself. When the ghost shows up with Prue, it was actually the episode with Barbus. So, just letting you know, because I know that's very, very important. Now, we're going to go back to the normal broadcast. Thank you. And like, you can do... I, I don't mind the, the parallel there, the fact that she's becoming a new mom and it reminds her of what happened to her mom. Like, that's good character building. But just don't do it so exactly 
mm-hmm. as as they did before. And everything else around surrounding it uh, do that all completely differently because she, <laughs> she, it's just like Piper's so miserable. It's like when you see her getting hurt in this, you're kind of like, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's getting zapped by eels. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do on, it. On the bad guy's side here, I'm, I'm glad she's getting tortured. <laughs> You're not enough of a demon to kill me. (laughs) So Craig shows up and uh, he saves Miley through the power of love, even Mm. though he can't put the D in her. But he decides he loves her. But then two seconds later, she gets legs and a vagina so he can do the D. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, I win. Let's go have sex. Uh, And I presumably that's what they did because that story's done. We never revisit them again. They're gone. No, and that's just about the Phoebe one being a mermaid. She's like, I'm going to stay a mermaid because Cole, all by. Yeah, you'd think that they could use the former mermaid they just helped as an ally in this situation, because Phoebe, um, she's becoming more like a mermaid. Uh, her heart is is becoming cold. She's easily distracted, kind of slimy. So she's the same as normal. C O L E apostrophe D. Cold. <laughs> she just got cold. Phoebe with her heart so cold. With your heart so. She disappears and and Leo's having trouble keeping track of her because she keeps swimming away and and she's becoming less easy to sense because she's becoming more mermaid-like. Could they not use the mermaid they just helped to help track her down? Or be like, okay, this is where I would go as a mermaid. These were my haunts. These are things that I would be attracted to. This is how you track her down or how you reach her. That'd be a better better marriage of these two stories than what they did. Because it just kind of feels like this is one episode kind of flowing into another a bit. I feel like they split it up like that purposefully so that in syndication they could split it into two episodes. Because originally it aired just as as, uh, altogether one part. Um, but you can do that and still continue yeah. in into the next story yeah. less two parters uh, sometimes do that anyway. I mean, a lot of the times. So. Yeah, but I mean, like it feels like they did that to say they're separate episodes, like to to separate it more. I mean, it's always going to be a two parter still, though. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Leo orbs into the water to to go find Phoebe, and he uh, orbs back into the house, and he's all soggy, and Piper complains about the rug. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's complaining, uh, I mean, she loves to complain. Um, she's complaining because she had a panic attack. When they orb in to go save the day, she like last minute... Uh, pulls away and has a panic attack again. A legit thing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, and but she's complaining not because she had the panic attack, but because she has her own problems. What's Phoebe got to run away from? <laughs> yeah. Phoebe's got everything. Why I got real problems, but Phoebe? Ugh. <laughs> Phoebe only has her angelic billboards everywhere helping out mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Paige reveals that she's uh, complaining because uh, Cole is back. That's what she's running away from. And Leo knows nothing about this. He's like, so you're not going to tell me? Like, is your white lighter? Maybe I should have known some of this stuff. 
Yeah, it's really weird how they don't communicate with each other in this. No, they never tell him anything, and he's supposed to be the one protecting them. That's the whole point of white lighters. Mm -hmm. But they say nothing about this with this guy, apparently, that they think is so dangerous to Phoebe. And uh, Piper realizes things aren't about her, so she passes out to get attention on herself. (laughs) Now, attention on me. Yeah, that that seemed really silly. (laughs) (laughs) And they realize that the reason Phoebe became a mermaid was because her heart was so cold. Piper has the hilarious line, Since when is Phoebe cold hearted? (laughs) Never have I seen a show so unaware of itself. <laughs> yeah. There's a very similar line. It's like, it's not like Piper to use magic for her own gain. What? She does it at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. She always would. Because she casts a, a no fear spell. And they're like, oh, she doesn't seem like something she'd do. Use magic like that. And yes, it does. And also she's a witch. So she would use magic. Why is that even weird? <laughs> It seems like um, Paige has been sniffing the uh, hag sister pollen because uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I know Phoebe's turned into a mermaid, <laughs> but I, I got this adoption thing at work I got to work on. Yeah, that is And really Leo's odd. like, yeah, go do that, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he tells her just to he encourages her. the plot for a bit. You go do you. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girlfriend. <laughs> like, she's kind of conflicted about it, and he's like, no, go to work. There's no yeah. reason you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, Paige is still by far the most likable one out of the three, but yeah, that was really weird that she goes and does that in the middle of all this going on. Cole shows up at her work, and uh, he wants to help with this adoption. Like, he's basically following everyone around, like, can I help? Can I help? Can I help? Can I prove that I'm good? Can I help? Mm-hmm. And uh, and and the boss is like, didn't we fire you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I quit. It's fine. Uh, all right. I guess so. I guess yeah. we'll move well, on he also pretends he's... Or I guess he's not pretending. I don't know. He just he, he says he's working for this other law firm. Yeah, he said he did get a job firm. with them before. Yeah. Oh, and they do like the like mermaid puns. Like um, she's like, oh yeah, Phoebe turned into a, and then a coworker comes up with some sushi and is like, yellowtail, mm. your usual lunch order. Yeah. Who would say that though? You would never be like yellowtail. Well, who? No one would say your usual lunch order either. Yeah, it was weird. Every one of their co-workers for any of their jobs are just weirdos all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, like, this happens so often that they turn into stuff that Cole just has such a non-reaction to finding out that she's a mermaid. Yeah. Like, uh, that again checks. With this? Seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have time for these reactions. We have to have a thanks Cole Bama speech. <laughs> so Paige just, like, lays into him. It's all about you and your feelings, Cole. What about Phoebe? (laughs) She turned into a fish to get away from you. The only way for her to get better is for you to disappear forever. (laughs) Good lord. Funny thing is, though, it's like Cole takes that to heart. He's like, yeah, okay, maybe you're right. He has a chat with Daryl about it, too, his best buddy. Yeah, he's totally going to do it. Like, he's totally like, all right, I guess I'll respect your wishes. Yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, maybe she is better off if I leave. Which is, again, like, another point for Cole being a better person than them. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. I'll leave if that's better for her. So he's going to. <laughs> and then Paige comes back and says, oh, wait, no, we need you. Because <laughs> she's still actually hung up on you. 
Yeah, like they're jerking him around constantly. It's like all of these things that they make him do, then they bitch at him for. Like, and then they have to kill him, but they don't have to kill him, but they say they have to because of things that they caused. It's just like this constant circle with him. Yeah. I kind of like, too, when Paige comes back in and says, actually, we need you. He's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, Piper has gone into full crazy mode. Mm -hmm. She is writing on the wall crazy because she is so panicked over this, Mm -hmm. Uh, which, I mean... The Charmed Ones are uh, just legally insane, so uh, (laughs) this is pretty... um, uh, Leo does not help this situation, like, he's basically, like, the opposite of what he was talking about before. He's like, you need to remove your fear. Yeah, let me state this really stupidly. Yeah, he states it like it's literal, even though he means it metaphorically. Mm -hmm. But who would say that? I'm gonna help you remove your fear. Um, because, of course, they say that because that's her inspiration to cast a fearless spell uh, because she's an idiot. Yeah, so, like, it's not really how it works anyway. Like, overcoming your fear, but you're not going to remove it. So, just the line is bad in all respects. No one... Yeah. You don't remove They, they didn't have to fear. state it that way either to, like, have her be inspired. Mm-hmm. Just be like, I want to help you. Um, overcome this fear and she's like well it's not fast enough and then like hmm and then think like oh I could speed up this process or something like that yeah she could just say I don't think I can overcome this fear I just need it to be gone and then you can see the moment in her head where she comes up with the idea instead of Leo just saying I'm going to say something stupidly robotic (laughs) (laughs) yeah they give him such crappy lines poor Brian Krause (laughs) Um, and then she turns into, like, um, the same person she always is. <laughs> she, yeah. Okay. She shows up and she destroys a painting with magic and goes like, I was too afraid to tell Leo is ugly. Yeah. That has nothing to do with fear. The fact she blows it up. Like, that is just her. <laughs> yeah. She would do that no matter what. In fact, I, I'm sure that they've had episodes where she accidentally, in quotes, destroyed something because she didn't. I think there was something the elders gave them for their wedding and she thought it was ugly. So she destroyed it and she's like, Whoops! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew you did that because you didn't like it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> she tells Paige to magically orb the Book of Shadows downstairs because she's so lazy about it. <laughs> and then she's like, I thought that you were afraid of personal gain. And she's like, eh, I'm over it. Like, What is personal gain in this show? I know. They have such weird ideas of what's personal gain in this sometimes. Like, orbing the book you need to help people is not a personal gain thing, I wouldn't think, anyway. It's a kind of lazy thing, well, yeah, but it's I not mean, personal being lazy. I guess, I guess the laziness of it alone. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a speed thing. Like, if you really need it in a pinch... But there's never any consequences anyway. They, no. They pay so much lip service to this thing that they never, almost never, show any consequences to. So, I mean, yeah. why would they be worried about it? But, it, like, it should be a thing to, like, bring it down to them quicker. Cause, like, what if they did need it in a pinch? Like, they, You know, <laughs> they they covered this when uh, when Paige first showed up. Like, she cast a spell to, like, help a co-worker get rid of acne or something. Mm. Which I wouldn't think is personal gain at all, actually. No. Uh, but uh, they seem to think it was personal gain. So, like, her boobs grew. Like, it was a magical comeuppance. <laughs> you never see that again. Which is something that you should see more often. So it'd be like, okay, that's why you don't want to use this for Mm -hmm. stupid shit all the time. Yeah. 
then like Piper magically writing in her book at the end. That is okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and that's when she's back to normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to tell when she's under the influence of this versus her normal state. <laughs> uh, okay, so this leads into uh, Murphy's no good, very bad day. <laughs> <laughs> She um she shows up back in that cave that the hag was in mm. to like put her little baubles that she's collecting in the ocean yeah, in there. Collection of shells and crap. <laughs> it's really stupid. Yeah, like why would the hag's dungeon be the place she's like, yeah, I'm gonna hang out here. This seems nice. <laughs> this is so dumb. And like the and of course Necron's there the uh, the skeletal demon yeah, or whatever he, the fuck he is. He just happened to be coming by at that moment to check on the water hag. <laughs> hag, hello, hello. Somehow, even though she's made out of water, she has turned into dust. So <laughs> I yeah. was impressed with that. <laughs> well, she was dehydrated. That's why she turned to uh, dust. If you dehydrate water, dust is left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just add water to make water. <laughs> Um, and so he he wants uh, Phoebe's immortality now because the other mermaid doesn't exist anymore. She's a human. So he uh, zaps her ass. <laughs> she swims away. She shows up with some garbage on a pier. <laughs> yeah. And then jumps back into the water. And then they just flip the same shot that they used before of her swimming with her ass bleeding. Yeah, yeah. It was so lazy. Just a horizontal flip. <laughs> <laughs> And she gets caught in a fishnet. All of this is hilarious, by the way. If we could see more bad things happen to Phoebe, that'd be great. Yeah, and these guys, these fishermen have the biggest non-reaction to the fact they've caught a mermaid. <laughs> and then she's, like, back-talking them. <laughs> oh, she's got a mouth on her. You know what? Maybe it'd be worth more if we kill her. Cause then Why we'll would they the... think it's worth more to kill they her? Don't. That does not make any sense. I think it's no. just the show's like, no, it's okay that, um... What's his nuts shows up and lightnings them into dust. <laughs> like, oh, we wouldn't want us to feel bad about these fishermen that just make them <laughs> ridiculously over the top villains. <laughs> <laughs> They are ridiculous. When uh, a Necron shows up, mm -hmm. I don't know why it took him that long to find her, but whatever, he shows up, and then one of the guys harpoons him through the neck? Yeah. <laughs> what? They're going to protect their big mermaid scorn. <laughs> what in the world is wrong with people in this? <laughs> These evil fishermen. They get lightning to death, and I think they deserve it. Really, Necron's the hero of the story. <laughs> Um, Leo orbs in and saves her, and um, she's hanging out at the mansion, uh, acting like a baby. Yeah, complaining. Alyssa Milano seems to think, like, baby voice is mermaid. Yeah, it's Like, all I need is my seashells and my friends in the ocean, and all this. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of complaining again. Yeah. Uh, they put her in a bathtub. And she does her TV interview in the tub. Yeah, and, like, the... This is a reporter. There's, like, bubbles over her tail? Yeah, there's bubbles all over her. But, like, this reporter, as they're arguing the fact that they set up this interview, like, Paige sets it up to try and remind Phoebe of why she likes her human life, appealing to her vanity, which is probably the best play here. So, it's like, 
why does this reporter, though, think it's okay to interview someone in a bathtub who's clearly not really that into the idea at first? And But she is, she's just standing there smiling with her camera crew like, oh, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> she just thinks that this lady was coerced into getting naked in a tub and doing an interview and she just goes along with this? Yeah. Did those evil fishermen, like, they're like, go do this interview? <laughs> 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 we have no qualms about this. If she says no, kill her. <laughs> Ask Phoebe is worth more dead. <laughs> I love that like Fearless Piper thinks it's a good idea to put um Mer Phoebe on the air yeah. like as if these like bubbles are just going to keep her concealed this whole time. Yeah, bubbles never dissipate. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's not fearless piper, she's freedom piper. <laughs> she's not, not a fearless French spell, piper. it's a freedom spell. Yeah, it's not a French spell, it's a freedom spell. <laughs> it's America, freedom spell. <laughs> I was just imagining uh, Phoebe's boss at the paper, tough but fair, saying like, you know, printing Ask Phoebe's obituary will be worth more than continuing her column. Let's kill her! We'll make her a legend. We'll sell all her albums. <laughs> if only. Oh, this should have been a storyline for a season. <laughs> yes. Uh, during this interview, Phoebe is just focused on mermaid stuff. So she's talking about endangered fish and all this other stuff. Uh, it's not like Phoebe to focus on some random cause nobody but her cares about, but uh, Mer Phoebe is very focused Unlike on this. Unlike her, yeah. <laughs> you know, these fish wouldn't be endangered if they just let women breastfeed in public. <laughs> Uh, the interview concludes, uh, that was a great chuckle for the audience. <laughs> and Paige is talking to Leo, takes him out of the room, and uh, Phoebe is like, there are no secrets underwater. Ugh. <laughs> it's what's great about being a mermaid. Mermaid this, mermaid that. Ugh, no. Uh, we have the scene uh, with Cole and Daryl, the follow-up scene, where uh, Cole uses magic to put this adoption through for Paige. And once again, they're complaining about him using magic for a good cause, uh, because that's the opposite of what the Charmed Ones would do. They just use their magic for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl is like, you're using your voodoo powers. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're helping kids get adopted. <laughs> that's not right. <sighs> Damn it, I'm a cop. <laughs> yeah, he should stay stuck in the homes forever and never get a real place to live. I hate kids. <laughs> I don't understand these arguments. Um, he thinks that Cole has killed these fishermen. They, I guess they found their bodies and he's like, gotta be Cole. Thanks, Cole Bama. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when he says that, oh, you just saved me to get Phoebe back and blee, 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 whatever. Uh, Paige realizes uh, that in order to get Phoebe back, uh, they don't need to get Cole away. Uh, they need to warm Phoebe's heart. Uh, which involves Cole staying. Uh, so they jerk him around and get him to stay. Um, she casts a spell on him so that he can feel love's true desire, so he can feel Phoebe's true desire. Mm. Uh, he acts like he's in pain, which I think is a normal reaction to any feeling from Phoebe. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she is a monster. 
I'm, I'm just reminded of, too, do you remember this came up when, when uh, I was looking up stuff about the show? When they uh, were originally conceiving this episode, the writers had an idea when uh, Paige cast this spell to reveal love's true desire. It would reveal that um, either Cole was in love with Paige or Paige was in love with Cole and caused, like, a love triangle. Oh, there, they had this idea for this love triangle, and as they were, they got the script, the actresses vetoed it. They didn't <laughs> want this conflict. It was, again, this thing where, like, the actresses were so against this conflict, even though they're bitching at each other all the time as characters, but they just don't want stories to happen. So <laughs> they vetoed this from happening. And I feel like this would have been a more interesting take on this story than what they do. Yeah, I mean, which is a lot better than just the we hate Cole because he dares to exist storyline. Yeah, like, they they give no reason for this sort of vitriol to be thrown his way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so after that, Piper is grabbed and tortured by Necron. Uh, the eels are zapping her, and it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> she gets injured, Leo gets thrown around again, because that's his job to get thrown around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they use a power of three spell to uh kill necron super easy yeah again super super easy it was like rinse and repeat of the scene with the sea hag yeah it was just repeating the conclusion of the first half of the episode yeah and like um before she does the the do the power three spell i know page like orbs that shell that killed the hag onto him for a bit there too the kill you shell yeah, she orbs it away from Phoebe because Phoebe has yeah. it on her. She chest. throws it on him too. On okay, maybe that's part on. of what weakened him or something. Maybe. Uh, so when Piper's in the water, she sees Mom Ghost, and uh, when they do the over-the-shoulder shot of the mom looking at her, the what they do with the screening makes her seem super tiny. <laughs> so like from behind, her mom is just very small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they they pull her out and. The baby inside her heals her shirt. Uh, <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> I get, they do this a lot on the show. When someone's wound is healed, their clothes heal too. It just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, the baby has healed her inside, which was their workaround so that they can have her be involved with fights and stuff on the show and not have to worry about pregnant lady. Because mm-hmm. uh, in real life, she was not pregnant yet, so... Cole and Phoebe admit that they love each other, and Phoebe's a bitch again. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, um, she just goes like, I love you, but this changes nothing, which is not, yeah. it changes nothing in the story either. This really just moved nothing forward. And it's her love for Cole that turns her human again, which I thought was a provision made with the hag and Jamie Presley mermaid. Right, yeah, if they admit that they love each other, they turn yeah, back it's human. it's just a thing with every mermaid that this happens, and what was their deal? I think it's just because they had to warm her heart. Her heart's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she, this just happened to her because she's a mermaid, right? Like, they warmed her heart, but why does that make her fully human again? Because that's how you end the spell. Okay. Because the episode is running out of time. Sure. All right. (laughs) Paige has successfully uh, put this adoption through via Cole's help, though I don't think she knew that. 
uh, unless Daryl let her know about it. Uh, but she quits her job anyway, even though she was just promoted. She's like, I don't want to split my focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure like a few episodes later, she's just like, oh, I got to get back to a job and not focus on magic anymore. Eh, wh- who am I? What do I want? <laughs> yeah. But for now, she wants to focus on helping people and not be distracted by other things, which makes her way better than either of her sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Pigtail Phoebe staring at a framed photo of her and Cole, <laughs> which she still has framed for some reason, <laughs> while she's signing the divorce papers. Like, eh, I really hate him, sign. <laughs> she probably just, you know, stares at it to be angry. <laughs> really motivates her. <laughs> they uh, conclude everything with uh, Piper finishing her own baby book and using magic to write things. So they learned absolutely nothing over the course of the episode. I'm just imagining Phoebe having a kind of pleasant reaction with someone who comes to the door and she's like, that wasn't right. And she goes and stares at the Cole photo for a bit. Ah, now I'm in the proper ask Phoebe mood. Next person comes to the door. <laughs> Screw you. I don't have time for you. I need my deal with my own problems. I'm Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to talk about uh, briefly before we start wrapping things up, though it's been well over an hour, so I hope people enjoy. It's going to be longer than the episode. Um, This was a uh, what led to a failed spinoff unaired pilot. Do you remember this? (sighs) Somewhat. This was a later season they started it. Like, it was before season eight, uh, but it it featured Brandon Quinn, who played Agent Murphy later. Uh, he was in it, that which is why w- what uh, got him the role on Charmed later. Mm. So they decided they were going to try and do a spinoff about mermaids. I don't know if it was just called Mermaids or what, uh, but uh, Brad Kern was making this. And it, it was basically the same sort of premise, except uh, mermaids were like witches, where they would save innocence and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was going to be about Jamie Presley's character or about a similar kind of thing, like they were just inspired by this, mm-hmm. but that was a thing that they attempted to get off the ground. They at least shot a pilot, but I don't think it ever saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. So they were so inspired by this uh, nipple scale pasties two-parter that they decided they were going to try and uh, make this a franchise. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that didn't take off. I really want to see this, though. Mm-hmm. I hope eventually it surfaces, because that sounds really bad, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Can you imagine them doing this week to week, though? No. <laughs> For eight seasons or however long they wanted to go? <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right, Phelan. In conclusion, <laughs> uh, it, it was uh, it was interesting watching this episode again it's still kind of infuriating the story stuff hopefully we, we don't get into it as much uh, always when we're like doing the rewind stuff but i feel like it's stuff worth reiterating because it's a constant problem through this show <laughs> um but um taking away some of the infuriating like story arcs that they have going on with cole and, and phoebe like just the mermaid story what what do you think of this <laughs> <laughs> just the mermaid story yeah, like uh, turning into mermaids, Jamie Presley, the magical stuff. <laughs> I don't. If you take out how miserable they are, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just kind of a lackluster episode, I suppose. Kind of cheesy <laughs> and stuff with the silly mermaid pasties and all that. But 
I mean, if you didn't have them being so miserable, it wouldn't be such a chore. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be very good, but it wouldn't be what it is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's like asking, if this was a different show, what would you think? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so hard to separate this kind of stuff, because they really do make it very miserable to watch at times. Um, I think there's still things to laugh about. Um, oh, yeah. Daryl getting in on the bitching and um, and getting turned into a water cooler. Uh, Leo's continuing, just getting pushed around and thrown <laughs> through the air. Um, Piper's cartoonish cynicism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are things to, to make fun of here. I don't know if it's a jumping on point. I think, like, I, I didn't really understand what was going on the first time I saw this, so I, I probably thought it was all right back then um but watching it now yeah it is sort of just so entangled in in such unnecessary meanness <laughs> mm-hmm. man just if this is your first time like i can't imagine this driving anyone to want to continue watching it because you just see main characters who hate the fact that they have to help anyone. (laughs) Don't jump into it on this one. Like, I I would say anything within the first three and a half seasons is enjoyably cheesy and fun and and mostly harmless, I think. Yeah. But when you start getting into the Cole stuff and, like, Phoebe just getting up her own ass and Piper, uh, it it just... You feel this oppressive tenseness. It's the middle of the hurricane, and it's just... (laughs) middle of the hurricane. <laughs> um, I'll tell you one thing. I do remember when I was watching this uh, it, random episodes on the air, there was one I watched from a later season. Um, I think because it had an actress in it that I liked. That's why I watched it. And this was in the middle of, I think it was season six when it was like the, the empathy powers with uh, Phoebe when she could like read people's minds and emotions. And um, I remember watching that contextless thinking it was insufferable because all she was doing was complaining and running off to another room. And like, I was like, I just want to see the plot of this episode, but we keep focusing on this other inane bullshit. (laughs) Even back then it was just miserable and I didn't even have the full context of it. So it just slides further and further into this. Anyway, (laughs) Do you have any other things to say about this episode, Phelan, before we just fall down this hole again? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. If you guys enjoyed this uh, Charmed Rewind, perhaps we'll cover one that is uh, a little less miserable at times. <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys had a good time. Um, I said it in the last one, but uh, our frequency of these will depend on uh, how interested people are. Um, so I'll put up another poll on Patreon, uh, have people vote on what episode to cover next and we'll uh we'll take another dive into the og charmed so uh if you guys liked this uh, we'd appreciate it if you tweeted about it or gave a like or subscribe hashtag charmed hard with a vengeance hashtag charmed rewind hashtag uh Everyone, uh, have a wonderful evening, day, whenever you're listening to this. A drive, if you're listening to it on a drive. Yeah, bye, Charmeleons. <laughs> You've graduated. <laughs> bye! <laughs>